This is episode 52 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host, and today I have a really special guest for you. I wanted her on the show because she's been someone who's been instrumental in creating a tidal wave of personal change in my life. If you follow me on Facebook, she is the reason why I just recently went crazy over Dan Hardy's book, The Compound Effect, because she literally put it in my hands. She also is instrumental in my feet to try to help bring new nutrition and fitness to pet sitters because she's helped me change my life so much. She lives a healthy life. She shares the passion and knowledge with others and is exactly what my guest Charlene Fazio, Char for short, believes she was put on earth to do. She continues to learn, share, and help as many people as she can. She's no longer a mom sitting on the sidelines of life, but she's out there loving it and doing it every moment. And she believes that our time here on earth is short. Amen to that. So we should spend every moment living our best life and always be grateful for what we've been given. So Shar, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for that welcome. (laughs) For sure. You have been seriously like this lighthouse in my life at a time that I really needed it. And we met back in January. I think your story is pretty amazing. You're a mom, you're a teacher. Can you tell us your story of who you are and why you decided to get healthy three years ago? Yes, I am a sixth grade math teacher. I am a wife to a very busy husband who's a basketball coach. And I am mom to Isabella. And life up till three years ago had always kind of had its struggles for me. But it had really hit after I think Isabella was three, I became pregnant and then I had a miscarriage. And then I was so focused on fertility that everything else kind of went out. And then I became pregnant again, and we lost our son Samuel when I was 20 weeks pregnant. And I thought, you know, such rock bottom, but I was still so focused on my goal. I really wanted to have another baby. And then a year later, I became pregnant again, and that ended in a miscarriage and a surgery. And it was just this, I had become disconnected from my body. I didn't even like it because it couldn't give me what I wanted. And so it was this constant battle that I was reading everything and and trying to eat everything and everything that would give me what I wanted. And I just wasn't getting it. And I was constantly reminded by the universe that I wasn't going to get it. And that was really hard mentally. And it was really hard physically to go from 20 weeks pregnant and then you don't have a baby, but you looked still, you know, pregnant. So it was, it was a constant struggle. So I had found myself at this place where I was done with that chapter of my life, but I didn't know how to move on from it. And so I knew I hadn't been fit in the past. I had always struggled with it, but I had run marathons. I had hiked mountains. I had enjoyed fitness, but I had lost my way with nutrition and I just needed to find my way back. I was literally the sideline mom. I was the mom who feared a swimsuit. I live in Arizona and I wouldn't wear shorts. I would literally tell people, I just don't really like them. I'm so acclimated to the 120 degrees. I like to wear jeans. I had told myself these lies, right? And so my husband had scheduled a beach trip in July and it was May. And I was like, I am not going to that beach and covering myself all up again, because Isabel at this point, I think was four, uh, I don't know how old, three years, she was five or six. And so I wasn't going to do it. I just wasn't. So I knew I had to dig deep. Now, 
I believed at that time of my rock bottom that my happiness was on the other side of 10 pounds. That was it. 10 to 15 pounds would be my happiness. That would be my ticket. It was all about the scale and it was all about weight. So if I could just get myself from here to 10 to 15 pounds, that was happiness, which is crazy (laughs) because there's so much more to it. It's not even what it's about. But at the time, my mindset was that just get me to 15 pounds. I'll be happy. I'll no longer be the sideline mom. So that's where I was. I was stuck. I was stuck and I was tired. I was exhausted every day. I wasn't living my life. That's incredible. Like you made me tear up because I know a lot of our listeners have the same kind of struggles. I know that there's actually a lot of people struggling with infertility right now. A lot of people don't talk about it. A lot of people are PMing about it behind the scenes, you know, and I think as women, that is something that's really important because we expect our bodies to produce this thing and when it doesn't and we feel betrayed. Absolutely. It just adds to us loathing our body for another reason, you know? That's powerful, Shar. Thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, yeah. So what was that turning point that you said, okay, enough's enough? And what, as a result of that, has changed your whole mindset? What made it not happiness is on the other side of that 10 pounds? Oh, that's a great question. And I did believe that. And I think when I talk to people about health and fitness, a lot of people believe that. That their answers to everything is on the other side of the scale. It's on that. And life's going to be totally different. What I've learned is it's not the weight It's the journey. It's the process. And it's changing from the inside. So I had lost my way in nutrition. I had started eating like clean and healthy foods and, and whole foods every day. And within a week, my energy came back and I was no longer wanting to nap. I used to nap all the time. I'd come home. I was, that's the sideline mom. The sideline mom was sitting on the couch while my daughter played. And I started to not do that. I was like, oh, Oh my gosh, like I'm not tired. It was really strange to me because I think you get to a point where you think that's normal. Yeah. This is 40. 40 is tired. Yeah. This is 40, you know, and I had started to accept that and I didn't want to. And so the first thing I noticed was energy. And then I couldn't wrap my head around a whole lot of fitness. So I chose to do a 25 minute program. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in for 25 minutes every day. That's all I could wrap my head around. And as I was doing it, modified a ton, but I did it. I did it every day. Like I showed up and there's something in that process that feels like a win. It feels like you're winning. And whether each week I saw it's a total W, whether I saw a half a pound on the scale, I remember there was a week I gained weight, (laughs) but I lost inches. Uh And so it was really learning for me to trust the process. But what happened each week was I felt better. I honestly had a glimpse of hope. I felt like my life was coming back. And the awesome part was I was doing it. Mm-hmm. I was showing up for me for the first time in such a long time. And I was pouring into me rather than pouring into everyone else. And that felt so good that I just kept showing up and I kept showing up. And in the end, it was awesome. I lost like 17 pounds. I felt amazing, but I learned more about me. Mm-hmm. and about what I could do and about what my potential was than about the 17 pounds. The mm-hmm. 17 pounds became something so sad. It was like, that was great. Yeah, it felt great to have full access to my closet. I will not, I will not lie and say that doesn't <laughs> feel amazing. That feels amazing. But it was so much beyond that for me. You just said something really great that I think a lot of pet sitters, dog walkers, just business owners and moms can all relate to. You were doing things to everyone else. Who was that everyone else in your life? And what kind of things were your days filled with first for them? And then if you had any time for you, like when you made that lifestyle change, it's not just about the working out or the eating. It's about 
saying yes to yourself and no to others or pushing them off. Is that right? Like, can you expand on that a little bit more? It is right. And I think that everyone uses the word busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. (laughs) Right. No kidding. Get up a half hour earlier, like pour some time into yourself, whether that's putting in your earbuds and listening to some personal development. But I think it's easy as a mom or a business owner, or, you know, I was working full time. So I was out the door, I was getting Isabella to school. Then I was dealing with her after school stuff. Then I was running to my husband's basketball games. And it was kind of a family decision that I was like, I'm doing this for 10 weeks. I'm going all in and I need everyone around me to support me and to give me this time because it feels for it. You asked for it. it. You've got to ask for it. it. You have to have your people behind you. Yeah, you really do. And I didn't ask them to eat what I was eating. I didn't ask them to stop doing what they were doing. I just said, give me the time to just work on me. And it was literally 25 minutes of working out and I wasn't going to eat out for the next 10 weeks. I was going to really focus on me. So I think we have to learn to do that. I think you have to develop the habit of doing that because it does feel a little selfish if you're a busy mom, but it's not the airplane steward or whatever they call flight attendant says, put your mask on you first. It's so true. I just never believed it. I thought that was selfish. I'm a mom first. Why would I worry about me first? I now can say I'm a better wife. I'm a better mom. I'm a better friend. I'm a much better teacher because I'm so passionate. I've brought so much of this, what Uh I love and enjoy to my classroom. Yeah. Now benefit from my mindset talks. And it's just, it has transformed my life. That's incredible. That's incredible. I love, I love how you say that, you know, you got everyone else on board and you got to ask for it. And I hope that the people that are listening today realize that you are worth it. You do deserve it. And you do have the authority over yourself and the people around you to ask for it and say, I want to try this and I need your support because I support you all the time. You know, Char, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. I want to hear about, you've been now doing this. I mean, this was all three years ago and so much has happened over the three years. So I want to hear about your peaks and valleys because I know it's more of a marathon, not a sprint. So I want to hear about the hills and valleys and the people that you've impacted around you when we come back. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR dash pet sitter for 10% off. And we're back with Char Fazio, my coach, and more importantly, friend and motivator and inspiration. Um, I'm so excited that you're here with us, Char. I want to continue your story. So you explained to us who you used to be and where you were at and what it took to kind of take that first step. So can you help us understand what it meant for the past three years? I'm sure there were struggles. I'm sure there were high like moments of success. I'm sure there were times where you're like, is this really right? What has kept you going and Tell us stories of people around you, because I know you haven't done it by yourself. No, I haven't done it by myself. And you mentioned this, and I think community is so important. So when I asked for my own family to support me, that was great. But I was part of a bigger community who was doing the same thing. And, and something happens when 
you start to believe in you and then the people around you believe in you. Yeah, It's like it empowers you. And that's my whole thing is to empower people to change their life. And so when I started my own journey, I wasn't really interested in helping other people. I was more like, this is about me and this is my happiness on the other 10 pounds, right? Secure so I was just going to get to that point. Oxygen mask. <laughs> yeah, there was part of me who I think believed I'd be getting donuts again in 10 weeks. <laughs> I, I just didn't know what I know now. And so once I got my results and people were like, wow, what did you do? What did you do? I started sharing everything that I was doing because, you know, it's just like anything, something that's working for you or something you love, you want to share. And so I started sharing like crazy and people started coming to me and I was like, oh, I think I want to help these people and build a community, Uh a community of people like me who are sick and tired of being sick and tired and want to change their life and feel empowered to come together and get in this group and we can help each other. That's scary too, because you're putting yourself out there you're being vulnerable and you're sharing your story. And so my valleys were when I would get in my head and I would become fear-based and I would worry about what people would think or, you know, would they judge me for what I was doing? And so I think life is peaks and valleys. And what I've learned through my own peaks and valleys, whether it's infertility or, or struggles that we have in life is to accept the journey and to know, and I just read this quote the other day and I love it, that that mountain has been put in front of me for me to move it. I'm going to move that mountain. And so when those valleys come is you have to embrace it. You have to dig deep and you have to have that self-belief. And there's many times you guys, I've had to put in earbuds, go to YouTube and find a motivational something to get me going again, back up. But I used to be a person who would freeze something bad happened. I'd be like, well, of course. Yep. Charfazio, something bad's going to happen again. Life was happening to me. This is where my life was happening to me three years ago. Everything was coming my way. Infertility was coming my way. Loss was coming my way. Poor me. It was just a victim. And then when I became empowered in my own life, I was like, no more. No more. I am deciding what happens in my life. I'm going to decide I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to decide to fuel my body. I'm going to surround myself with a positive community who supports me. I'm going to push my business further. I am going to take control of this. It's not going to be controlled around me. So now when I see a challenge, I'm like, sweet, bring it. I'm ready. What do you got? (laughs) Do you guys hear why I want her and love her in my life? Like, I can't live my life alone. Like, I need people like you. I'm so glad that you made that decision three years ago, because three years later, I get to be around all of this amazingness that you just exude. And I know that's kind of weird to say, like, a girl crush, maybe. I don't know. But I just, I really, I really admire and appreciate you. And, and it's very inspirational to me. It makes me reflect on my own. And I hope our listeners are kind of thinking about ways that they think about things. I heard you, I follow you on Instagram. I heard you talk about that move the mountain last night. And you know, it's just, it's so true. It's so true. So sure. As you were saying, it hasn't been easy. Can you tell us about the people that started joining you along in the journey? I know like Cassandra has been, who shared a bed with her. (laughs) Tell us the share the bed story. And you just first met her. Like Tell us What's about this awesome stuff. Is, yeah. So I, I had a lot of people who were friends in college. I was, I was a sorority girl in college. I had a friends. And so a lot of those people I helped because they were much like me. They were in their forties. They were tired of being tired. So it was fun to see my friends be like, I played at the park with my kids. I didn't sit on the bench. I'm now actively living my life. Yeah. And then, so I my friends and family. I've certainly helped, which has been amazing. But what's really been amazing is that when I made one decision that was at the time solely for me, it has now rippled 
into so many other lives. And my friend Cassandra is a great example. We met online. I wanted to help women get abs. And so I was just doing a free, come join me for a week. Let's hang out and let's work on some abs. And she joined me and we became instant friends because in her, I saw a lot of me. She was a person who was willing to work for it. She was working overnight nurse shifts. She was then up all day with her kids and she was barely getting sleep, but she kept showing up for herself. She literally would work 12 hours, be a mom. She was getting like five hours of sleep and she'd make sure that she pushed play. And I was so drawn to her for her passion and her willingness to work on herself and put herself out there. And since we've become like, we're like sisters, she always calls me her mom, but (laughs) I think we're more like sisters. (laughs) I probably could be her mom. Yes, and now we've met several times. We've hung out together. We go to conferences together. We take amazing trips together. Our husbands have become friends. Like, it's just crazy how one decision you make for you then can inspire and change your life in so many different ways. And she's not even in Arizona, right? She's not even in Arizona. (laughs) And that's what comes when, and this isn't any area of life, you guys, when you can let down those walls and you can be vulnerable and you can laugh and cry and celebrate with people, that's where those real bonds happen. That's where you can build up your own tribe. That's where you can find strength when you don't have the strength yourself because you're not going to have the strength the entire time. I get frustrated. I use Char as a sounding board sometimes. I get upset about things or I'm not sure how to approach them. And I go to her a lot because I admire her and I hope and I wish that everyone in every area of your life, you build that around you. You have that around you because it is so important to success. You cannot achieve success in any area of life, wife, mom, friend, business, business owner, anything on your own. We weren't designed that way. It it really, truly does take a village. If you think back to the cavemen, to like the beginning of civilization, we had a village of people around us, okay? We need interaction. We need that deep vulnerability. We don't need this, like, all that glitters is gold Facebook, like, look at the best picture of my day after I took it 25 times, you know? (laughs) Like, let's get real with each other. Let's support each other, okay? Anyways. So Shar, something, one of the most recent things that I just started learning about from you, and then I also heard it about the brain too, which you probably know more than me. And I know you will say that you're an expert to me. An expert is someone who knows more than I do. So in my world, you are, and you're inspiring me to learn more about it. But let's take a second and talk about bionutrition because, Man, there's a reason why four days into my journey and, you know, seven days into your journey, your brain fog went away. And there's a reason why all the food that we eat, if you want to call it food sometimes, has an effect on us. And when we're business owners, because that's who's listening to this right now, pet sitters, dog walkers, and, and just other entrepreneurs... I was like you, I used to have to take naps in the middle of the day because I said I could only do things. I could only have meetings in the morning. That's when my brain would function. After that, I would forget things like my husband would be like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, serious. But that was when I was surviving off of caffeine and sugar. So break it down for us. Tell me why that all happened. Educate me right now because I'm still learning. And I know people are also excited to learn more about this. Nutrition is everything. It really is. It's everything. And you're so right. It clears your brain. If you just take a minute to think back to your science class in, I don't know, seventh grade, and you start, or maybe it was sixth, and you started learning about the cell. So our bodies are made up of cells. So if you just kind of picture the cell, uh-huh. and then your whole body operates on cells. So when you're eating, 
your nutrients are going to your cells, right? So you have these proteins and these carbs and fats, and they're fueling your cells, and then your cells are functioning correctly. Uh-huh. But what if you're putting man-made chemicals and things in there? Your cells don't recognize that. They uh-huh. don't know what to do with that. So it creates all these issues in our bodies. And you could just go to Netflix, I mean, and entertain yourself and watch a million documentaries because there's so many great documentaries on there. But I think what's happened over the years is we've gone to so many processed foods. And I understand why people, why it's challenging. This is the other thing with nutrition. We make one decision to work out in the morning. We make decisions all day about nutrition. Yeah. This is why nutrition is hard for people. Yeah. One choice to work out all day nutrition. So you're constantly deciding what to put in your mouth. And, and if you're going to Safeway or whatever grocery store you shop at, you're surrounded by all these processed foods. I mean, there's just so many, if you stick to the perimeter, you're better off. But most people were the generation of the TV dinner, like things started to become convenient. And we thought it was amazing because it was going to save time. But what's happened is through the time we've lost nutrition, But our bodies function on nutrition and nutrients. So it's getting back to nutrients. And so if 80% of your effort goes into your nutrition and you're 80% dialed in, just think whole foods. You know, I'm going to have a whole grain tortilla. I'm going to have, you know, maybe turkey meat. I'm going to slice some avocados and put some tomatoes on it. That's an amazing meal. Your body will recognize every single thing and use that to the best of its ability. And you'll start to feel really good. You know, sugar puts us on this. Yeah. So I'm going to go to Taco Bell and buy that same taco. Yeah. It's a whole different experience internally. And I really believe you fix the inside and it shines on the outside. Yeah. So once your inside is really functioning, you feel amazing. And then it shines from the outside. The other side to that, which you were talking about bionutrition, is I was just having a conversation with a really good friend of mine who just finished a nutrition program. And she was talking to me about it. And she said, it's kind of the new wave because what we've realized is people's bodies do function a little bit differently. You might be more sensitive something than someone else. But a lot of times people want like, the quick fix, like give yeah. me the meal plan. Yeah. What am I going to eat? So I want people to focus more on how do you feel when you eat it? So let's do whole foods. So let's get rid of processed stuff. Let's do whole foods. And then let's really get mindful and aware of, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to prepare this food and I'm going to eat it. And like, mm. how do I feel when I'm done? Mm. Because, and you're right. That brain fog is going to go away. You're going to see your energy increase. You're going to feel better. So, and that starts momentum right? You start to feel better and you're like, I don't want to go back. So you continue to do the same thing. So nutrition is absolutely good for your brain. It's shine, you know, got to fix that first. Fitness, I think empowers you. Mm -hmm. I think fitness empowers you. Like fitness, I feel strong. Like, Oh, I just want to go get gay, right? I was bench, we were laying on the bed and I had Olivia in my arms and I was like, just bench lifting her. And I was like, and my husband's laying next to me and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, this feels great. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and she's like so, 25 pounds. And I was like, six months ago, I would not ever, ever right. be able to do this. And it was just like, yeah. It feels good. <laughs> it does. It feels good to be strong and healthy and energetic. Mm-hmm. And then that spills over. Mm-hmm. It spills over into every area of your life. You walk taller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I worked out today. You know, I did all these flats. <laughs> I'm good. Like you feel better. So your nutrition's giving you the energy and the brain fog and your skin starts to look great. Yeah. And then your fitness is really empowering you. Yeah. The other part you have to work on big time is your mind. And that is really plugging into personal development because you can let 
other things get in here. So I, I think that's just as important. I think it, it's a body, mind, all of it together. You know, one thing, and someone in our group said this a couple months ago, and it was really true. And I felt this way too, but I didn't really take an inventory and realize I felt this way. You know, I was so used to going to Chipotle and gorging on a burrito with extra beans, extra rice, so that at the end of that meal, I felt, ugh, and that ugh made it computed in my mind that I was full and I that was a meal. That's what I should feel like at the end of a meal because I've conditioned myself to feel that way. So when you're first getting going and you're having that whole grain tortilla and you're having avocado and tomatoes and you don't feel that way, you're like, well, I'm not full. Wait a minute. No, I am full, but I don't need to feel like, ugh. And it really is that mind shift. And um, gosh, I just so can't true. thank you enough for just preaching it, girl. And just, just not even preaching it, but you're just available and you're just around answer questions and show us. So as we close up the show, aside from Netflix, what are your other favorite books or ways to learn? And it has to be personal development or nutrition and or both. Give us some Ooh. good stuff to go to. So good. Okay. So including Mel Robbins, drop a line about Mel Robbins. Let's just start. <laughs> Where's my five second rule? Somewhere right by me because um, Mel Robbins. So this is Mel Robbins is perfect. I need Mel Robbins in my life because I am a person who hesitates. If you hesitate with anything, you need Mel Robbins in your life because yeah. she's going to teach you how to get out of your way five, four, three, two, one, count down and take action yeah. because results come. I don't care what you're doing, what any part of your life, your results come from your action. They do not come from thinking about it. So we have to get out of our own way. We really do. Whether it's fitness, nutrition, pet sitting, you have to get out of your way and it's going to require you to get uncomfortable. But guess what? The more you get uncomfortable, the easier it is to get uncomfortable. Uh -huh. The more confident you get because you're empowering yourself, you're fueling yourself, it's really easy to get uncomfortable because <laughs> you're like, I'm awesome. Uh, hello? Like, why yeah. wouldn't somebody want me in their life? <laughs> That's where you get your mind to. Does it happen overnight? Absolutely not. It becomes from pouring into yourself day uh -huh. after day. So Mel Robbins, Five Second Rule. You can find her on TED Talk, the book I highly recommend. Listen to, highlight, whatever you need to do. So good. The first... When I was in fertility and I switched to whole foods, it was, I think, the real food lady. Why can't I think of her name? 100 Days of Real Food okay. is a great website. She's got, I think, three cookbooks now. I think that's a great transition for people to just start if they're looking for just real food. Uh -huh. Because her philosophy is she has to be able to get it at the grocery store. It can't mm. be anything that's a little bit strange, you yeah. know? <laughs> so it's something you can find at your local grocery store, all of her ingredients. Uh -huh. And it's very simple. So I would check out her website, but she also has cookbooks. And I really, really like her family-friendly meals to just begin your journey on simply getting ready to process foods. You can go a lot more into, into vegan. I do a lot of vegan or vegetarian, and Chris Carr is great for that. What's the other one I love? Oh, Thug Kitchen. I know yeah. it sounds kind of weird, but it is a really great cookbook. Again, simple ingredients, amazing food. So those are two. And then what was the other one you asked me? You asked me for just nutrition and personal development. So you, you oh, talked about Mel Robbins, like who's another personal development person that has really impacted you? Okay. So Gary V. Yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of pet sitters love him. Yeah. Okay. If you need that quick motivation, yeah. I think Gary V is your guy because I like the no excuse. I can give yes. myself excuses and I think we all have them run through our head constantly. Yeah. We have these excuses and 
we're not even mindful of them. And he reminds us to be mindful of them and to yeah. get over it and to take action, which is why yeah. I probably like Mel Robbins so much. Uh-huh. Get over it. Take the action. Yeah. Um, I so see I the theme. Very, yeah. Very, very, very inspiring. Awesome. Yeah. Shar, well, I think you're very inspiring. And again, thank you for being in my life. If people want to see you and Isabella doing your Tasty Tuesdays or get any info from you, where can they find you? Facebook, um, My Balanced Chaos. It's my life. <laughs> I love that. I literally, when I found you, I saw My Balanced Chaos and my word of that month was balance. I want balance. I want balance. When I saw Balanced Chaos, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I know. It's always my life. It's so awesome. Well, Shar, thanks so much for being on with us. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Please go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and go ahead and press that share button and share it with all your friends if you like this episode. Always remember to keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in Your Business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.